Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Mika Zibanejad's or your Jacob Trubas here. No sirree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty-gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. Now, if this is your first time listening to the Stream Scheme podcast, welcome and congratulations on the best decision you will ever make in your fantasy hockey career. The fact that you are here means that you're willing to do whatever it takes to win your fantasy hockey league. And to do that, you've got to zig when others zag. You've got to ying whenever they yang. Stream whenever they don't. So what exactly is streaming players exactly? Well, if you're new to streaming, it may be foreign to you. But essentially, in hockey, there are weeks that some teams play a lot and other teams play a little. The savvy fantasy hockey owner who can take advantage of this by looking ahead at the upcoming schedules and picking up players who have those favorable weeks are going to have the advantage in their weekly fantasy matchups. Now, clearly, a lot of this depends on what type of fantasy hockey league you're in. If you're in a league that has a season-long acquisition limit, that means you're not going to be able to stream every week. Uh, Maybe you could do like one streamer a week or maybe save a bunch of ads for the end of the season. But in general, I'd try to avoid joining leagues that put a limit on fun. Same thing goes for Roto Leagues. They're terrible, no fun, and usually done by December. However, we're just going to assume that if you're listening to this podcast, you're in an actual fun league where you have weekly matchups and don't have a season-long acquisition limit. I'd say as long as you're able to make three or four ads in a week, you're good to go for streaming. Now, in order to add players to your team, you've got to drop some players, obviously. Normally, I'd advise having two roster spots open for streaming. Ideally, most of the time, the bottom two players on your roster on a bad week won't be able to match the points you can get out of a streamer player from the waiver wire who has a much more optimal schedule. If you're having a hard time deciding whether you should drop someone on your roster for a streamer, a good rule of thumb would be to keep anyone who has the potential to hit 60 points for a forward and any defender who has the potential to hit 40 points. And you can get rid of the rest unless you're really high on them or if they get a ton of peripheral stats for you such as hits, blocks, and shots. Anyone likely to get less points than that who has a bad schedule that week, I'd rather have a streamer from the waiver wire. And if you don't have anyone on your roster who fits that description, either your league is too shallow or you're in a clown league, brah. And as I always like to say, it's not a bad thing to be in a clown league as long as you win those clown leagues. So now that we know who to drop, we want to decide who to add. 
The art of streaming is built around your player schedules for the upcoming week. So you can go to any website or app that'll let you look at all the teams match up for that next week. I prefer the weekly schedule on Daily Faceoff if you need one. It'll tell you how many games each team plays in a week, who they play, and you can also see which days will be particularly busier than other days. You'll often hear me refer to the busy days or the mainstay days. These days are Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday on which a lot of teams play their games. Typically, you want to avoid players who either play two or less games in a week, and you also want to avoid players who only play three times a week, all on those main busy days of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. If it's someone at the bottom of your roster, they might not even crack your starting lineup those days since a lot of people play on those days. We want players who are playing on the off days, which are typically every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And if a team is playing on all those off days all in one week, we call that a stream gummy. And you might want to pick up those players in advance because they are very valuable that week and they often go quick once people start looking ahead towards next week's streamers. And so that's about the gist of it. I want to give a real quick streaming overview for the first episode of the season for anyone new. Uh, and if you are a grizzled streaming veteran, it's not that great of a week for streaming anyway. So just be glad I even have an episode out this week at all. Okay, get off my back. So let's get right into it. This stream scheme episode is for the first full week of the new fantasy hockey season, beginning with Monday, October 7th, 2019. First, we're going to look at all the schedules to see who has a good schedule this week. And I got to tell you, Billy, it ain't pretty. Now, here's where the stream scheme sets ourselves apart from any other podcast or article that talks about streaming. They'll just look at the schedule and go, well, golly gee, Doug, there's five teams that play four times this week. I'll tell people they should stream from those teams. Wrong, nerd. And let me tell you why. Of those five teams that play four times this week, four out of the five all play on the busy mainstay days and then also Sunday as your fourth day. Uh, this is a good schedule for someone who's already on your roster and guaranteed to crack the lineup on all those days, but not for someone streaming that might have a hard time getting in on your starting lineup on Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. So there is one team that stands out above the rest this week, and that is the Buffalo Sabres. Even though they only play three times this week, they're the only team that plays on three off days this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you are a next-level streamer, you can even drop that player after Friday and pick up someone who has a back-to-back on Saturday and Sunday. That means even if you only have one spot available on your team for a streamer, you could get potentially five games from that one spot. And that is how you stream, my friends. After that, I'd say the next best schedule is the Kings. They're the only team that plays four times this week that also has two off-day games. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Saturday, Sunday. So kind of the same thing. If you only have one streaming spot, you could pick someone up that has a great matchup on Monday and then drop them and pick up a King for Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. This way, you'll end up getting five games from that one spot with three off-day games in one week. So we've got nine teams playing two or less games, which is already an automatic avoid and an automatic drop if you have any fringe players on those teams, although it's still early in the season, so probably not too many fringe players yet. And then we also have six teams that only play three times this week, all on the busy days of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So that's literally half the league we're avoiding right off the bat this week. That is less than ideal if you're in a league like the Cupful, where it's a two-week matchup to start the season and maybe you need to make up some ground. So 
The Sabres and the Kings stand out at the top, and if you own fringe guys on one of those other four teams that play four times, the Jets, the Golden Knights, the Penguins, and the Flames, hang on to them, but that's assuming that they'll be able to crack your starting lineup on all of those days. All right, so that's our schedule outlook. Let's hop right into the streamers that we like for this week. First up, I'm going to go with Marcus Johansson from the Buffalo Sabres. Now, I know what you're thinking. How can my very first streamer pick of the new year be from someone who doesn't even have a shot yet so far? And to that, I say... Hey man, this is the stream scheme. Jack Eichel wasn't available on the waivers, you negative Nancy. Marcus Johansson is a name most hockey fans should recognize. He signed a two-year, $9 million contract with Buffalo this past year, and so he's someone who's going to be locked in on that second line and second power play for some time in Buffalo. And yeah, he's not going to get you a ton of peripherals or perifs as you'll hear me refer to them, but the Sabres are hot right now. They have the best streaming schedule this week, and so I think he's good for at least one point in those three games, and who knows, you might even get lucky and get two points from him. And he's only owned in 5% of leagues, so I know everyone who's listening to this is most likely able to pick him up for this week. Our next streamer comes from the team that has the second best streaming schedule of the week. That's Adrian Kempe of the Los Angeles Kings. We love sucky teams here on the stream scheme because they have a lot of guys to choose from as streamers. And we also love those sucky teams earlier in the season when scoring is up and they still have something to play for, I guess. Adrian Kempe has only played one game, but hey, you want an early season stream scheme episode? You're going to have to deal with the small sample sizes, aight? In that one game, however, he had five shots and two hits. How's that for some perifs? Not too shabby. He also found himself on a line with Jeff Carter and Ilya. I promise I won't suck as bad this year with a new coach, Kovalchuk. He also found himself on the top power play with the likes of Dustin Brown and Anze Kopitar. That, my friends, is what I like to call Primo Deploymento. He's only owned in 1% of leagues, so he should be available everywhere, and I really like him this week as one of my top stream picks. My next pick comes from the Detroit Red Wings, Taro Hirose. I might have butchered that. I apologize. Regardless, he's someone that may not be available if you're in a league with some real sharps because this kid has got some serious talent and he's got some great deployment so far in his game. Uh, Still, he's only owned in 2% of leagues, so theoretically he should still be available for most people. I really like this guy. I think he's going to be a stud down the line, and right now he's playing on the second line for the Red Wings, but more importantly, he's also on the top power play right now with the likes of superstar Dylan Larkin, Mantha, and Bertuzzi. The Red Wings don't have a tremendous schedule this week. Who does, really? But I think Hirose could be one of those players you look back at the season afterwards and are going to regret it if you didn't pick him up early. I think Detroit is going to start the season on a hot streak, and Hirose could be an absolute steal, so I really like him this week, and even maybe down the whole season. The Blue Jackets are absolutely terrible this year, but they are one of the few teams that play on two off days this week, playing Monday, Friday, and Saturday. And on crappy teams, we usually have a lot of good streaming options, as I mentioned, so I will gladly pick up Alexander Wenberg as one of my forward streamers this week. You remember Wenberg, right? He had 59 points a couple years ago. I remember. I remember. Now, granted, this pick is strictly based off the fact that he is getting time on the top power play. Because if you remember in the preseason, it was generally assumed that it was going to be the top line, Atkinson, PLD, Nyquist, and then the two stud defenders, Jones and Wierenski, on the power play. Unfortunately, though, for us Wierenski owners, that is not the case so far. Wenberg weaseled his way on the top power play instead. You're not going to get shots. 
not going to get goals from Wenberg. He only shot 111 times last year and had a shooting percentage of 3.1, which is kind of funny because that's not even good if you're a defenseman, let alone a second-line center. So he doesn't shoot. His one shot in two games, unsurprisingly, did not find the back of the net. But I guarantee he's most likely available in your league. He's only 1% owned. He's got two off-day games this week. It's against the Sabres, Ducks, and Canes, so pretty decent matchups. And we're all about the gambler's fallacy here on the stream scheme, so the Blue Jackets are due for some goals, and we bet Wenberg picks up a couple helpers this week. I've got one more forward streamer I really like this week, and it's someone that if you've been a fan of the stream scheme from the beginning, you know this guy is an old favorite, and if you don't know, then you're about to know, baby. Oh, you didn't know. Well, you better call somebody. That's right. It's our boy, Philip Deneau of the Montreal Canadiens. Did you know our boy, Philip, had 53 points last year? Wow. Now, the popularity that he did receive from the stream scheme makes him one of the more owned streamers this week at 7% of leagues, but he's still available in Tier 1 of the couple, so he's most likely owned in any league that doesn't have a ton of Habs fans in it. Philly Dano played 20 minutes in his first game and had a great game the other day against the Maple Leafs, so he's a must-stream this week in my opinion. Only three games and two of them being on the busy days, sure, but at least it's Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, so you have the option of picking someone else up on either Monday or Sunday, whichever you prefer. Philip Deneau, as I mentioned, is getting a ton of ice time. He's playing on a great line with Gallagher and Tater Salad, and at least as of the last game, those guys are also getting top power play time, but that's a little wonky. I'll get a little bit into that later. I don't know how sustainable that is, but early in the season as a streamer, we only need it to last for a couple more games. Old reliable Philip Deneau is a great streamer to start your year off with a streamer you can trust. I got a couple defender streamers for you as well. And first off, we're going to stick in Montreal with the Canadiens and stream defenseman Ben Sherratt. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, Montreal has a clear top power play demon in Weber. And even if anything were to happen to him, Jeff Petrie dish would be the one who would reap the rewards. And I'm here to tell you that I've conducted a deep sample size of two Canadiens hockey games. And from what my scientific research has gathered, it is that Montreal is all willy nilly with their power play. That's stupid from an actual hockey point of view, but great from a streamer point of view. We love it when our streamers get about 50% of the power play shares. That's why I love guys like the aforementioned Deneau this week and Sherratt as a defenseman as well. He's got no points and only two shots so far in 10 games, but 10 hits and four blocks. So he's stacking up those peripherals for you that we love to see from a defensive streamer. Pick Sherratt up this week if you need a defensive streamer and cheer on those Habs. Another defensive streamer that I like this week is a little bit of a cop-out, but hear me out. It's any Buffalo Sabre defender that you prefer the best. Now, this is because of two reasons. The obvious one is being that the Sabres have the best streaming schedule of the week, as I mentioned. The next one is because I'm having a hard time picking which available Sabre defensivemen I like the best. I actually had no idea how much I really liked Buffalo's defense, and so I just now took a look at all of them. Look at this. Obviously, you have Dolan and Risto. They have also got stream scheme favorites, Colin Miller and Marco Scandello. And yes, I know it's Scandella, but Scandello is much more fun to say. They've got Jake McCabe, and they picked up Henry Jokiharu. Now that is a stud decor. It kind of makes me want to go trade for Hutton right now, but I don't believe in owning goalies. But if I did, I'd be knocking on the Hutton's owner's door right now and would maybe even be willing to trade high for him. But 
I digress. The point I'm trying to make is that I like all of the Sabre defenders this week, although I'd probably lean toward McCabe and Scandalo the most since they're getting the most ice time currently, which is a little weird because McCabe and Scandalo are 0% owned, while Miller and Jokey Haru are 10 and 1% owned. Either way, uh, you can't go wrong. Let's go Sabres. Trade for Hutton if you like goalies. They shut down the Pens and Devils, Pete's sake. I really like the Sabres right now. I'll give you one more defender real quick because I'm feeling generous, and that is Noah Hannafin from the Calgary Flames. The Flames play four times this week, albeit mostly on the mainstay days, but as long as you can fit him into your starting lineup those days, as I mentioned, it works out. Hannafin is an old friend of the podcast as well. He's been relatively reliable over the years as a defender who's usually available on the wire that can get you a point in a pinch as a streamer. In his last three years, believe it or not, he scored 29, 32, and 33 points, which is pretty good for a streamer. That's almost borderline rosterable, which is why he's probably owned in 8% of leagues, which is pretty high compared to some of these other players I've mentioned so far today. Uh, but he's not going to get you a ton of perifs, unfortunately. But I do like him to pick up at least one point in four games. And two of those games are against the Kings and the Sharks. So, hey, let's maybe shoot for the moon and say he can pick up two points for us as a defensive streamer this week from Noah Hannafin. And I'll end the stream scheme by giving you two of the opposite ends of the streaming spectrum. One as a shallow league streamer uh, for maybe you 10 team streamers and one ludicrous streamer that should be available in every single league. For my shallow streamer, which if you don't know, a shallow streamer is someone who might still be available in a 10-team league or maybe even a 12-team league with owners who aren't as savvy, you still might be able to pick up the real deal James Neal. He's got two goals, and not just any goals, power play goals, playing alongside the likes of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. He's got six shots in two games, and really, he should be owned in pretty much all leagues at this point. But believe it or not, he's only owned in 20.3% of ESPN leagues. He stuck out to me on the waiver wire in my 10-team league with some pretty savvy owners. So if you're in a 10-teamer, it's worth dropping that bottom guy on your team because the real deal James Neal is back, baby, at least for now. And lastly, for my ludicrous streamer, someone from your Pittsburgh Penguins, it's Dominic Simone. Simone has had a very weird career so far in Pittsburgh. Everyone says he has great analytics and the coaches love him, but that's never translated to any on-ice production. Mike Sullivan loves to mix around the lines, so he's never really had the chance to really stick with like a top six line for like a month and see how he can do. This might be one of his last chances, though. Simone is currently on the top line in Pittsburgh with Gensel and the best hockey player in the world, Sidney Crosby. Now, will Sullivan actually let him stick there for a while and see if he can do anything with it? Or will Sully get trigger-happy again and put someone else up there like O'Horny or Yes We McCann? Time will tell, but with Simone being only 0.2% owned in all ESPN leagues, it's worth the shot with the Pens playing four games this week. He's on that top line, so let's see if some magic can happen. So there we have it. To recap, my forward streamers this week are Marcus Johansson, Adrian Kempe, Tara Hirose, Alexander Wenberg, Philip Deneau. My defensive streamers are Ben Sherratt, any Buffalo Sabre available, but particularly Jack McCabe and Marco Scandella Scandello, and Noah Hannafin from the Flames. Uh, my shallow league streamer this week is James Neal, and my ludicrous streamer is Dominic Simone. I guarantee you, you won't hear those names all put together on any other streaming podcast or article. 
Thank you once again for tuning in, and don't forget what the great one Wayne Gretzky once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!